changing the mindset from failure and getting down on yourself and tying your output to your worth rather than just saying, Hey, this is a stepping stone and I'm getting better and I can now relate and I can share this experience and say, Hey, when you do this, don't make my mistakes because I did it. And, you know, I mean, I think, I think that changing that mindset is, is huge and it is still a practice I'm working on. Welcome to the Full Out Podcast, where you'll get tools, tips, and inspiration to start living your most passionate, expansive, and abundant life. I'm your host, Samantha Jo Harvey, professional dancer and group fitness trainer turned lifestyle entrepreneur, speaker, and women's empowerment coach. It is my mission to help women live their lives full out. No more surviving your days, playing small, or marking your way through life. It's time to let go of your blocks, step into your power, and own that you are worthy of having everything you want in your life, business, and relationships. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to the Full Out Podcast. It's Sam, your host, and I'm so happy you are back. Today's conversation is with Randy and China of Women Who Warrior. They came together in 2019 to actualize a passion project and create a women's well-being weekend called the Women Who Warrior Retreat. This retreat was filled with connection and powerful breakthroughs, not only for the women who attended, but for Randy and China as well. From this retreat, they realized how many women struggle with similar obstacles and how powerful it is to have the accountability and support of a like-minded tribe. From this new inspiration, they expanded to offer online and live community events and support, as well as a comprehensive coaching program to help women get clear on what they want, how to get it, and how to keep it. Now, the cool thing is that I actually was a guest speaker at their event, and we had met at another personal development conference. So I have loved watching these ladies grow. They knew me before this podcast. I knew them before they started their retreat and coaching business, and I feel like we have come up together in this conversation. We talk all about personal development. We talk about what it's like for China as a new mom, how that shifted her relationship with her partner, and all things spirituality, body, confidence, and all the good, juicy stuff. As always, if you like this podcast, please take a screenshot, share it with your friends, leave us a rating and review on iTunes, and thanks so much for being here. OMG, Randy and China of Women Who Warrior. I'm so happy that we get to do this because we have known each other for a couple of years now and it's about time for you to be on the podcast. Welcome. <laughs> Thank yeah. you so much for having us. Jeez, I know we originally met when, um, let's see, it was at our, oh no, I was thinking the retreat, but actually it was before that when yeah. we went to Lori Harder's event, the Bliss Project. And Oh, I remember <laughs> I sat right next to Sam uh-huh. and it was one of the speakers was going through some like deep emotional stuff. And I was like bawling, which I'm not a crier. And then somehow Sam and I connected and then we stayed in touch. And then when we put on the woman who warrior retreat, um, she was one of the first people that I thought about just with being kind of in alignment and, and having similar vision and, and growth minded and all that stuff. So it's been cool because I think when we first met, you didn't even have a podcast. And um, one of the first ways that we kind of connected and bonded was we came down to LA and oh, did a did kickboxing a class. kickboxing class, which Whoop! is so fun. And yes. we missed that. Uh-huh. So fun. It was yeah, so good. 
Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, the power of events and the power of, I think, investing in yourself and, and really becoming part of a community of women who want to improve their lives, improve their confidence and just live that level 10 life. I think that it is priceless because of the women you connect with. Like I'm all for community and I know you two are as well. Um, so I'm so grateful for saying yes to myself and investing in that workshop, not even realizing that it would create this awesome relationship out of, out of nowhere. I mean, so cool. So cool. So I want to ask you guys a question before we kind of dive into all the things, what does it mean to you to live your life full out? Mm. Well, it's, I think what comes up to me right now, because we've just, we literally just got off of doing a workshop about vision and clarity. And that has been a big, a big shift for me. And just, I think once you, once you can figure out who you are and what's important to you, it's so much easier to go after it. And I think a lot of women don't take the time to do that because especially like when you're a mom and you're taking care of other people, you're thinking about other people and you're not prioritizing what you want and what's going to really light you up because you want to take care of everyone else. So I think when you can figure that out and create that foundation, then from there, you can decide what is, what is it going to look like to live full out? And obviously it's going to look different to everyone, but I think that's one of the reasons that Randy and I really created Women Who Warrior is like, we wanted to create this community of women who were stepping into their warrior badass selves, right? And not just like playing small and, you know, saying yes to everything and and all that, but like, no, just being bold and confident with whatever they do want. And that, that to me is living full out is like having, knowing what you want and, and being bold enough to go after it. Yeah. I think completely what you just said, obviously we're partners and we are (laughs) completely in alignment with most things, (laughs) but yeah, like trusting your gut and like moving forward in confidence. Like, I think if, if we could wear this confidence of like superwoman and just like know exactly what we want and how to move forward, maybe not even necessarily how to move forward, but knowing where you want to go. And then just like trusting in yourself that you can do it. Like at the end of the day, we fall asleep on our own pillow and we wake up thinking all the things that come into play, like all the negative stuff that comes up, like constantly, we're always battling that. And like, every level, there's another devil, right? So it's like, (laughs) every time you're moving through things, it's like, you got to show up for yourself and just like own your stuff, but also confidently know kind of the direction that you're headed, like living full out, being brave, powering through some of those struggles, knowing that you're in a struggle, knowing that you're in a dip, but then knowing that you can get yourself out of that and, and finding ways to do that. It's just, it's all part of the game, but, Mm -hmm. but living full out, go, go for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Randy, I like what you said about, about going for it and having the confidence to move forward, because I think so often women get stuck with that. I need to know what it looks like. I need to know the how rather than focusing on that end goal, focusing on how they want to feel and then just taking bold action and knowing that like, you're probably going to fall on your face and you'll figure it out. And I think we get so stuck and in action because we need to know the details of it rather than just trusting our gut. So such a good point. And I, I don't mean to interrupt, but that just like lights something up in me because I can completely relate. And I was honestly like stuck in a profession that I was just not happy with for so long because 
I thought that I had to have the exact steps of how to get there. And I'm like such an analytical brain person and like kind of details. And I'm like, I like to have a plan. And it was really powerful. And one of the reasons that I think that I wanted to partner with Brandy was when we worked on the retreat together, which was really just a passion project, the woman who wore your retreat, it was just like an idea of like, wouldn't it be cool if we did this? <laughs> so we did it. And, and Randy did such a good job of painting this big vision. And I think before that, I didn't really allow myself to dream big. Like I would talk myself out of things before even trying. I was like, well, there's no way, like I've never put on an event before you, Randy, you want to have 50 to a hundred people <laughs> at this event and you want yep. where we have to bring in bathrooms. We have to, you know, get it catered. We have to bring in all the lodging, you know, it was like so much. And I'm like, okay, like kind of just like all I, that sounds good, but like what, but Randy did such a good job at painting that vision and creating it in a way that was like, it draws you to the end. And like you said, Sam, you don't have to have it all figured out. And honestly, sometimes it's better if you don't, because if you get so like totally. stuck on the how, you don't see other opportunities that might be better ways to get there. Yeah. What I'm, what I'm loving about you too, is that I'm seeing the, the two different sides. I'm seeing the vision through Randy and I'm seeing the the step-by-step, the details from China. And I think that it's, you represent two different types of women. Like I am definitely a Randy girl. Like I see vision. I'm the promoter. I'm like, Ooh, where's the party? Let's go sign me up. And I will, I will not read the fine print. I have no idea what I'm signing up for. And I kind of dive into things. And so, and so like that is super in alignment for me. So what I get to work on is my China, which is, is the details is, and that's where I get to get support. And then I love that China, you're getting the support from Randy to be able to expand that vision. And it's just such a beautiful example of partnership and friendship. And I'm curious, what was your friendship like with women in the past? Like, obviously your business partners, you love women, you work with women. Has that always been the case? You know, I'm, I'm a sister of like four girls. And I would say you, if you, it's kind of, I feel like the people are standoffish by me sometimes. And, but then when they get to know me, they're like, oh, you're just like me. You're a nerd like me like this and this and this. So I think women need to drop down their guard and just like let each other in, you know, China has a really good story because I met Dylan, her husband before I met <laughs> China. And we had this like, he was like, you need to meet my wife. She's amazing. You're going to love her. And she heard the stories about me. And so we kept seeing each other in passing and we're like, ah, she's got enough friends. I got enough friends. We're good. And honestly, for me, I like, I hate to admit this, but it was like a jealousy thing because Randy's gorgeous. Um, and my husband would not shut up about like how cool she was and how, you know, when Randy moved to town from Canada, I was her first friend and all the guys wanted to hook up with her, but we never did anything, but like, you know, Randy and I would hang out and Randy, this and Randy, and you know, I think you guys have so much in common with this, this, and this. And I was just like, I don't care about Randy. I like, I have so many friends right now that I don't even have time for. Like, why do I want to meet this girl, Randy? And so that jealousy actually prevented me from like reaching out, from following up, from, from really connecting earlier, sooner in our lives. And who knows, like maybe it's fate because maybe that Mm -hmm. we wouldn't have created this business if we had become friends earlier. I don't know, but, but it's really interesting to see that and, and see how like that, 
that jealousy, unfortunately, stopped that prevention that prevented that friendship from happening. But I'm so glad that then we did end up hanging out. And then once we did start hanging out, I remember being like to my husband, I'm like, why didn't we become friends earlier? (laughs) And he's like, I told you. And I'm like, yeah, but you should have like made me. You should have like scheduled double dates with me and her, you know, her husband. And not just like, because I just felt like threatened by her. Um, But, you know, that's just that's what happens in life. That's the journey. So Mm -hmm. can you talk about the community that you've created? Can you talk about Women Who Warrior? What is your mission? What do you see possible for women? What, why do we all need to have Women Who Warrior in our lives? Well, it's interesting because there's a place for you to be inspired. And then there's a place for you to like be vulnerable. Mm. And I feel like this platform is different because there's business development, there's personal development, there's relationship development. And it's like, we're all working on something. So let's all get together and work on the pieces that we're working with. And then like, and then going to those compartments of like, okay, business development, da, 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 da. But it's like, we're all going through something. So we already have a common commonality around life. We're women. We're going through this, this world of like, we've never been here before or new things. And, and, you know, we're getting dumped on by the world of all these things, all these ideas. And it's like, who are you? What do you think? How do you want to show up? Let's talk about that. Let's open up this dialogue and this this new platform of like everyone's welcome and everyone um, can support each other and everyone matters. Mm-hmm. Meeting each other where we're at. Yeah, and I think I think one thing that we that we really strongly believe is that a lot of women have potential that is untapped. Like a lot of us have these dreams that we haven't gone after. Like you talk about living full out. A lot of us have an idea of like, well, maybe someday I'll do this, but we don't have the clarity or the confidence or the support to go after it. And it's hard to do things on your own. So, I mean, one of the things when I was wanting to leave my career and sell my gym, but I was like, I don't. I don't really have clarity around what it looks like to what the next step is or what I want to do, but I know that this isn't it. And I remember I kept coming up against like all of the things that I didn't want and I couldn't figure out what I really did want. But one thing that stood out to me was like, I really want to find another badass female partner that brings the energy and our energies match and elevate each other because I felt like in my previous position, I was always showing up and bringing the energy. And like people knew me as, um, you know, teaching group classes and doing personal training. I taught spin class. I taught CrossFit. I taught strength training. I taught running technique workshops, like all this different stuff. And I would always show up with energy, but I just felt like that energy wasn't reciprocated from my business partner. And I, I was like, I really just want someone to help me elevate the energy I already have. And I think that's a really powerful thing of being in a group with other like-minded women, like growth mindset women, that no matter what you're going up against, like if you can have other people in your corner cheering you on and being like, Hey, I've been there too. And I got through it. It's so much more motivating than trying to do things on your own. Mm, China, what was that breaking point for you? Like you were in this career, you had this gym, you knew it wasn't working. What was the thing that you were like, enough is enough. I'm taking action and I'm, I'm making a shift. 
That's a great question. And honestly, it's kind of embarrassing because it took me a really long time to, to pull the trigger. Um, yeah, I was in this business for like nine years with the same company. Like we basically, uh, helped create this company from scratch, this, this gym health and wellness center. And I just felt like I should stay in the business because again, like on the surface level, it was like, okay, I'm pretty much able to make my own schedule. I was making decent money. I was in a field that I liked. Um, my business partner and I got along. There wasn't any sort of animosity between us. Like things were, were okay. And I felt like I should enjoy my life and I should be happy. And there was this guilt of like, why can't I just be happy with where I am? But it's like, it's like, and I think when a lot of women can probably relate is like, I should be happy in my relationship, but I know that there's more, or I should be happy in my career, but I know that I'm meant to do something bigger. And it's hard to take that leap when you don't even know what you're leaping into. And that's why, I mean, I was unhappy I was kind of confused for a while. And then I would say there was like a solid three years of me being like, this is not what I want to do, but I don't know what I want to do instead. And I don't just want to quit my job because I have all of these clients that I love and they love me. And I don't want them to think that like, it's not you, it's me type of thing. Right? Like, I didn't want them to think that they're the reason I'm quitting. And I felt like I had to have a plan before leaving my job. Um, So I think, the main thing is I just, I kept trying everything that I could think of, like going to personal development workshops and courses and podcasts. And, um, you know, I, I thought I went at it more from, again, my like achievement-based mind of, of being like, okay, well, I need to increase our revenue with our gym. I need to fix our systems and really like be more efficient with our system so that all of our coaches are on point. And then I need to hire on more coaches and I need to like check off all these boxes, remodel the gym, all these things. And I just kept feeling this, like this nagging feeling in my gut. And it just got bigger and bigger. And it started to seep into the rest of my life. And my husband's like, what is your deal? Because he knew how I was before. And he's like, you're just not happy. And he kept giving me ideas and I would try these different things. And finally, he's like, you need to just take a break. He's like, you should go on a sabbatical. And I'm like, what is a sabbatical? I don't even know. Like, that's not really something that I think is common in the US. And maybe it's becoming more and more common. Actually, uh, Adrian, who went to our retreat, Adrian Smith, who owns the yoga studio and taught yoga at a retreat, she ended up doing like a one month sabbatical and mm-hmm. was like, you were my inspiration. And it really helped her to get clear. And I think that's, that is probably the biggest, was the biggest breaking point for me was just like taking a pause from all the do, 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 and just like being, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I think that that was really where it was powerful and just trying things on. And instead of being like having that masculine energy of like, I need to figure it out and go for it, being a little more in the feminine energy of, okay, I've tried all the things they didn't work. I just need to like go with what feels right in my soul and try things out and be more curious and not feel like I have to have the answer. Totally. 
That's so good. And I think that what's, what I'm hearing from a lot of female entrepreneurs and just women in general right now is that I do feel like we are in this experience of rediscovering our feminine power and our feminine energy and our feminine flow, because there are so many of us that are in that masculine that have that should all over the place, all over ourselves that are totally tied. Our worthiness is tied to our achievements, our success, quote unquote. And what I'm noticing is a lot of us are finally starting to release that and redefine what success is, redefine how we want to feel. What do we want our relationships to look like? What do we want our careers to look like? And really owning that we get to create that rather than being a victim to the current circumstance. So I'm so glad you illuminated that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious about you guys and about your, your journeys into entrepreneurship. And are there any lessons that you wish you would have learned sooner? Yeah, I would have learned to just jump, like take the bold step to do it. I think I used to be at a dojo and I was there for about 10 years. I was teaching kickboxing classes. I was teaching martial arts. I'm a secondary black belt and was loving it, became the manager of the studio um, still loving it. And again, I was leading them into like, we should do this and we should do this. And they looked at me like, oh, you young thing, you have no education. Like, how do you know how to run a business? Da, 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 da. And I didn't have any like proof of like why I knew what to do. And so then I was like, yeah, I guess I don't, I guess I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Maybe I should take a look at that. But if I would have just charged through and said, no, God damn it. (laughs) Like I can do this. Like I know. And if I would have led more with my passion and what lights me up, I think I would have won them over, but I was so like, I was in my limiting belief of, yeah, you're right. I don't have any schooling, even though I, I knew in my gut, I'm like, if we make these three changes, just these small little changes, I know our business would be different. I know it. And they just kind of kept poo-pooing me, kept making me feel small. I kept hitting the ceiling. And I'm like, no, I, I need to have more. And I don't know what that is. And I was just striving to learn more about the business, how the business moves, what it takes, how, it, how to make the team work in a, in a way where the business really thrives, but also the, the students really thrive as well. And everyone's loving, because I could see it. I could see all of our employees and some of our students, like you could see this like unhappy notions around people weren't playing in their strengths. I'm like, wait a minute, what's happening here? We can we can up-level all of us in a direction that's going to be positive for like not only this little community of kickboxers and martial artists, but like the community, like it's a bigger level than just like, we need to tighten up our expenses. You know, it's like, let's move with passion and direction of like, let's go for it. Just, just jump, just go for it. That's what I would say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it was, the question was what advice or what do we think we would have wanted to know? Yeah. Like, is there a mistake that you made early on that you wish you would have known sooner or a lesson you wish you would have learned faster? Mm. I think, uh, well, there's a few, but what stands out for me is, is just knowing that, that failure is part of the process and switching my mindset from failure to opportunity. Um, because I think I, I still struggle with it, but getting, getting kind of down on myself for things that didn't show up as planned. So right before we hopped on this and started recording, we were just chatting a little bit and Randy and I were, were explaining uh, why we were a couple minutes late today because we had a freaking day and we had this whole plan and vision for this workshop that we were going to 
launch and we had all these gals who were excited about it. And then we go on Facebook and I mean, it's like, you can have this, this passion about like what you want and how you want to share with the world and you're excited, but then there's like all the other crap that you have to deal with, like the tech and the IT and all that stuff. And when you don't focus on that and you're so focused on like all the information you're going to give, we had this huge technical error and it totally threw us off our game. And then when we showed up and did the presentation, we didn't have our slides and we just didn't show up like how we wanted. And I mean, the old me would have, like, if I didn't have Brandy, I probably would have cried. But because we were there together, we were able to just kind of laugh about it and be like, okay, this is embarrassing. And let's just power through because it's a lesson learned. And even though we had done this, this version of like going on Zoom, on Facebook, share screen, all this stuff, we had done it before. I got a new computer and then it was like my settings weren't right. And then it's like the, the system settings on the computer and then the zoom settings and we were trying to troubleshoot. And it just, it's just a good reminder of like the more that you do things, you're just dialing in your systems. It's just a reminder to like review your checklist, all these different things and, and really just changing the mindset from failure and getting down on yourself and tying your output to your worth rather than just saying, Hey, this is a stepping stone and I'm getting better and I can now relate and I can share this experience and say, Hey, when you do this, don't make my mistakes because I did it. And, you know, I mean, I think, I think that changing that mindset is, is huge and it is still a practice I'm working on. I am laughing over here because I've had so many of those as well, where in the moment you're just, you're mortified, you're horrified. And then whether it takes you a week, a day, maybe a couple months, like you're like, okay, I'm finally over it and I can laugh at it. And it honestly, it just reminds me of my dating life over the last year. Like I, I got on hinge, um, back over the summer and I was like, okay, what's the worst that could happen? I might have some, some great stories. Mm -hmm. And the truth is like, I had some horrific dates and they were amazing stories. I mean, and then I remember telling my friends, like, really, what's the worst that could happen? I'm like, well, I could date a serial killer and that would like be very hard. And I will say like, I had a stalker and that was a whole crazy situation. And it shifted me into this next chapter of my life. So there's always a silver lining. There's always a reason for it. And I think that when we truly can see those quote unquote failures as opportunities to grow, learn, laugh, but not take ourselves so seriously. Remember that life is a game. Life gets to be fun. Um, that's really where we get to find ease. And I know for a lot of us women that are doers and we're achievers, sometimes we make things way too intense and way too complicated and we make ourselves crazy. And I'm like, I'm done in 2021. I am done with crazy. I'm done with overwhelm. I'm done making things hard. And I'm really committed to finding the ease. And part of that is that mindset shift of like, what can I learn from this? How can I laugh at myself? And what can I learn from this? So I love that you brought that up. Totally. So juicy. So juicy. Hey, China, what, what has motherhood done for you? Mm, Good question. I think that it has helped me become much more clear on what I want to say. Yes. If I were to say kind of my takeaway is just, it helps, it helps me put things in perspective. And like, we were talking about this today with our workshop is like thinking about your legacy and how you want to be remembered 
you know, it helps me think about like, how do I, how do I want to remember the first year of my son's life? He just turned one. And it's so easy because I am a doer and achiever. And I used to just be like, oh yeah, I'll take that on. And I'm going to learn that new skill set, and I'm going to do this and this and this. And now to just be like, okay, what do I, what do I actually want to spend my time on and where can I, I'm getting much better at delegating and like asking for help or hiring help because I realize like my time is so valuable and I really do want to spend time with my son and giving him all the love and attention and having those special moments um, rather than feeling like I'm really flustered and I'm just taking on all the things. Yeah. How has it shifted your relationship with your husband? Ooh. Going yeah. deep. Going I know. Deep. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, you know, to be honest, my husband and I were, were very social and big partiers kind of, you know, we would always just like said yes to all the events and we'd fly to Miami every year to uh, South beach. And like, we'd be up in the clubs until 6am. Like we had a good time. We had a lot of like crazy party friends. Um, and I think just shifting into parenthood has changed both of us because it's just changed our priorities. And I mean, to be honest, like the idea of staying up late, like past midnight is not appealing to me at all because my son wakes up by five or six in the morning, every morning, and I am the one that he wants. So I am the one with the milk, right? So it's like, there's, there's no rest for me if I want to stay up late. So I think that's changed for both of us. It's just our priorities have shifted and and I think just like a deeper connection, I feel like my husband has almost like more respect and admiration for me because I am a mom and he definitely speaks to the point of the fact that like I keep our son alive and I, you know, <laughs> because he's working full time and, and I am really the one that is at the end of the day, like I'm responsible for him 24 seven, even if. I have a nanny here. It's like, she's going to come to me. And it's like, it's always in my head. And, um, an interesting thing that I learned, there's this Netflix on babies and they talk about how, when you become a mom, your amygdala in your brain, which is responsible for fear, it turns on and it never turns off after that. So it's responsible for fear and worry. And so that's the reason that a lot of moms, like we go to this worst case scenario of thinking about, I remember when I was first nursing and you're just like delirious and it's like all through the night and the, the floor in our bedroom is saltillo tile. And then we have like a rug on top of it, but where the nursing chair was, it was just over the tile. And I would, my mind would go to these, these worst case scenarios of like, Oh my God, what if I fall asleep and I drop the baby and he lands on his head and he cracks open and he dies. Like, that's just, you, you go to these worst case scenarios. And I've talked to other moms about this too, where you you'll just be walking alongside you know, a, a bluff or something. And then you see your child tumbling and dying off this bluff. And I think it's something that, that happens with women and it doesn't always happen with men. So I think that's been kind of interesting too. And I know that doesn't really, I guess, change our relationship too much, but I just notice how now, yeah, we both will bring that up and, and I'll be like, okay, well, well be careful if you feed him that and make sure you take off this and da, 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 cause he can choke on like the little strings of the banana peel, you know, whatever. 
Um, so it's just, it's an interesting dynamic, but I think long story short, that was a, a big talk around the bush, but in the end, it has helped us get closer together and, and really, I think it's kind of made our love deeper because I really admire the way that I see him show up as a father for our son. Even if I'm like, don't be on your phone and da, 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 you know, but like (laughs) in the end, it's, it's like, we can each have our own idea of what, what good parenting means, but I think we're mostly on the same page and it has brought this whole new love and respect around, around that. Yeah. That's so beautiful to hear. Randy, I'm curious as as China's friend and business partner, what are the shifts that you've seen in her? Oh, good one. Well, I love it because I've known her before that. And she was asking the questions. I mean, I remember we had a this women's collective and every morning we'd have these conversations and one of them came up about motherhood and we were talking about it beforehand. It's like, do you want to be a mom? I don't know. Like kind of figuring like, how does that work? How does that play out? And then, you know, next thing I know, she's like, oh my gosh, I'm pregnant, you know? (laughs) So from seeing her transition from like, ah, like, I'm not sure. And I think, and I think we're going to do that, but I don't know to then just like fully embracing it and being, being real about her story of, yeah, it's not perfect. And yeah, I have no idea what I'm doing. And yeah, I have no idea if I'm going to do a birth here or a birth there and her sharing her experience. And I remember you saying, it's not better or worse. It's just different. Like, it's just, she's just embracing all of it in all of it. Like from the, from the, from when he was born till now, like all of it, she's just taking it on as like, this is part of the journey and all of that comes with it. So I think seeing that in you and Honestly, Um, I was afraid to tell Randy that I was pregnant. (laughs) She was one of the first people that I told, but because we're business partners and we had the plan to do the retreat the next year. And I was like, oh my God, I'm not going to be able to show up at the retreat. Or maybe I can with a, with a four week old, I could do that. Right. Like we just bought a coaching program. Yeah. We 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 just just dropped like, uh, over $20,000 into like creating our business (laughs) and Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh shit, this is, this is happening. And I honestly, when I found out I wasn't planning on it, like we weren't being that careful, but I had planned to start trying like in December and we got pregnant. I think it was either the last weekend in August or the first weekend in September. Um, so it was earlier than planned. I thought I was going to have, you know, me and my planning, I thought I was going to have like everything kind of mapped out for our business and our coaching program and our retreat and all that stuff. And then it happened. And uh, Randy and I did a trip to Mexico. And I remember I was like, I got to tell her because we both like drinking margaritas. And if we don't, if I don't tell her, like we went to the first place to get tacos and I got a beer and I just like made my husband drink it because I wasn't ready to tell her. And then I got, we switched cars. So I jumped in the car with her and her friend, Cece. And we we're chatting it up. I don't even remember how it came up. And I was like, we're just talking girl talk. You know, how I have we do. something to tell you. And she's like, what? And I was like, I'm pregnant. She's like, oh my God. Yay. And I was like, kind of, I don't know. Like <laughs> I was, I wasn't excited about it. Cause I was, I was really excited about plan. our, our yeah. vision for our business. And, and I didn't know how it would work to like integrate having a kid into, you know, and like being a mom into this dream of our business. So so yeah, that was, that was definitely a challenge, but Randy had been, has been so supportive through this all and just being like, Hey, it's okay. And it's like, it's given, 
me more grace and us more grace to just be like, Hey, this is life and it happens. And maybe this, these strict timelines that we set for ourselves aren't as important, you know, because we know we have this big vision and it's just going to be delayed a little bit, but we're still moving it forward. Well, and reminding each other that to enjoy the process, we do this because we love it not to like burn out because we're doing so much. Like mm-hmm. that's not the goal. So we always come back to like, what's the goal? Like, we want to enjoy this. We want to share this with our, with our women. We want to X, Y, Z. It's always let's reevaluate, you know? Yeah. And what I'm hearing too, is, is that China gets to be both. And she gets to be a mom and a badass business owner. Like we, as women so often put ourselves in boxes or we allow society to put us in boxes. I know I felt like that I'm the professional dancer, so I can only do X, Y, Z, or I'm in network marketing. So this is what I do, or I'm a coach and this is what it looks like. And that was the biggest challenge that has been the biggest challenge for me over the last few years, as I've grown my other businesses is how do I, how do I be solid in being everything when there's not a lot of examples of that. I think so often we're taught that you've got to choose one career and be amazing at it and be the best that you can be. And that's really not the way that things are these days. Most women do have families and businesses and day jobs and things, and we are multifaceted beings. And Mm -hmm. so I love that you're a walking example of having it all, creating it all and being flexible So the how, again, it's like what we started with in the beginning is knowing what the vision is, but being flexible in how we get there. And I I mean, I couldn't have wrapped that up any better. So thank you for landing that for me, (laughs) both of you. (laughs) So I only have like two more questions, but what are you guys excited about right now? Oh, good one. (laughs) Well, we, we have been this year, you know, just with everything with COVID, we didn't know last year we had planned to do the retreat and then COVID closed everything down, but we love connecting with other women. And that's why we created the retreat in the first place. And then it transitioned into also doing group coaching and one-on-one coaching, but, but this retreat has really been like our baby. And so it's really exciting that now with things opening up that there is a very, very good chance that we will be hosting the retreat again this September. So that is, that is a huge thing. And then also just continuing to serve the gals who, who are in our community and we are launching another course that is going to be like a more of a accelerated program around figuring out your vision and your goals and kind of some of the stuff that we talked about, because you know, if you want to live a life full out, like you talk about, it's like, you got to know who you are and what's important to you, or else you're really going to struggle with making these decisions. And you're, you're not going to be able to go after what you want because you're going to be timid or apologizing for that. But if you can really dial in who you are and what you want and just own it and be unapologetic about it, it just makes makes life so much more fulfilling. So that is really this, this little mini course that we're put together. And, um, that's going to be coming up in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So where can we find you? If, if women want to work with you, they want to get your info. They want to know about your retreat and your course Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instagram. So it's at women underscore who underscore warrior. And I know you'll probably leave these in the show notes. And then that's probably the best place to reach us. We also have a, a Facebook private group, the women who are your tribe, which is more of a community of, again, like kind of like-minded growth women. 
And then you can always shoot us an email, connect at womanhuwarrior.com. And that is, so again, if you ha guys have any questions about the program, or even if you just want to set up a call with us, that is always a good place to connect. Amazing. So I have one last question for you. And this is the super bite size. If someone comes up to you and they're like, girls, ladies, queens, bosses, women who warrior CEOs, how do I live my life full out in like a sentence or two? What do you tell them? No pressure. <laughs> I would say get clear on what you want and go after it. Like mm -hmm. very clear, specifically one sentence, so clear and go for it. I love it. China, do you have anything? I would just add to that. I mean, like you said, go after it, jump. You know, we, we talk about this idea of like a warrior steps forward into battle. It's like, once you know what you want, go for it. But then also do it with community, I think. And that's a big piece. And that's mm -hmm. what we're all about is like, you can, you can have this idea of like, I want to get to the top of the mountain, but like, what, what about when you get there, do you want to be alone or do you want to, do you want to bring people with you and elevate other people and be supported by other people is like, so, so figure out what you want, figure out who you are, what you want, jump, go after it, but bring a community with you because thing things are going to get hard. And when they do, it's so much nicer to have other people who are like, I got you, you know, your, your stuff got all messed up in tech and it today, but it's okay because we're here <laughs> together and we can just laugh about it. So yeah. Jumping forward with community. I absolutely yeah. love it. China and Randy, thank you so much for being here. You girls are absolutely amazing. I love you guys. Thank you for having Good us. To see thank you so much for joining me. If today's podcast inspired you in any way, we would love your support in spreading the word. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and let the other queens in your life know that they are also worthy of living life full out. If you want to continue the conversation, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram or Facebook at Samantha Joe Harvey. Have a fabulous day, and I'll see you next time.